Thank you for tuning in to episode three. I just want to start off by saying thank you for the overwhelming response I've received from every single one of you sharing and tagging us on Facebook or Instagram. I really appreciate every single one of you listening, and I hope that we can continue to have guests that really bring value to you and help you with your journey. I have to say that this is definitely my favorite podcast that I've recorded so far, only because I didn't know Nick's background, and just to learn where he's come from and his mindset going through life, I think was just really insightful for me and just really nice to hear. I don't want to take any more of your time, so let's just get started. Thank you so much for coming on. No problem. Yeah, I really feel that a few people that I've told about this, they're just like really excited to hear your story, so... Yeah, I'm just excited to like find out as well because I don't really know fully. And I I don't yeah I don't really do much you know like talks like this so you know I'm I'm cool with you know being with you and you know, I'm comfortable with you so yeah yeah we'll, we'll just see what we'll we see how, how what where this takes us you know yeah like, yeah cool. hectic yeah. um all right maybe let's just start off with like a two minute rundown of like where you've come from where you grew up and just like how you got to like this point. Uh okay so I I was actually born in Malaysia uh but I moved to New Zealand when I was like nine. And then that was my home ever since. Uh, the earlier part of my years, I, I come back to Singapore for holiday a lot because a lot of my family are here. Uh, and that's where I met Felix, uh, like back in 99, 2000. Um, back, back then? Or yeah, yeah. Like when I came back to Singapore. Uh, uh, when you met Felix? Oh, uh, 99, I was like 19. Okay, like, cool. You know, I think I just started, started b-boying, started dancing, yeah, right? Yeah, okay, cool. cool. Uh, so yeah, I moved, moved to New Zealand when I was nine. I didn't really dance at a young age. I mean, like, you know, I, I, I would dance around at, like, uh, high school parties. You know, I don't even know what I was doing, you know. Yeah, just, yeah. Just jump around. <laughs> uh, I know at a young age, I like I like Michael Jackson, but it was nothing serious, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I got serious when I met my mentor and my one of my best friends. Uh, his name is Marita. He's Cambodian. And he uh, he was the first guy I, I sort of, sort of, that taught me how to break dance, right? Yeah. And then I met him at uni. So my first year at uni was... was also 1999, um, and from there I, I sort of <clears throat> met up with a few Asian, you know, we all the Asian sticks together, and then we started, you know, break dancing together, and I created a, a crew called Fly Rice Crew, it's super funny because it's all Love Asian it. dudes, Yeah. Um, and then uh, we combined with another Filipino crew called Locomotion, mm. so that became the crew name in 1999, uh, and then I met this guy, with all you Australian would know really well, Joe, right, yeah. so I met Joe in 2000. We went to the same, same uni as me. Uh, we practiced at this place um, uh, shit, at the rec center at, at, at Auckland University. And, uh, and he came in. And just this guy, this guy with big hair. He was like, hey, man, like, um, guys, like, oh, you guys are dancers. Like, I want to make a crew. Can you join me? I'm like, Crazy. no. <laughs> like, still, I mean, I don't know. You just get walked in. And, yeah. You know, b-boys are b-boys. Yeah, yeah. And we're just like, what, 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 what kind of dance do you do? He's like, oh, I do like hip-hop choreography. And no, I'm not. I'm not homophobic, but like you know, back then, young, yeah, young dick, no. that's some gay ass shit. No, yeah, no. Yeah. And then she's like, "Oh, but there's girls." We we're like, "All right, cool." You know, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll hang with you. Yeah. So that's how we met straight up. Uh, and he has a different vision to us. And and for me, <clears throat> uh, I owe a lot of what I have today to him. 
I just don't know how to bring it out to people. I always tell people when I meet them, but basically, I was just a I was just a guy who's just all about hip hop, break dancing. Um, I don't know much about choreo or, or urban back then, or even all this stuff, right? So, so basically, uh, yeah. So you know, we met, and then the following year, I think 2000, 2001, he did an audition for for his crew called Triple Eight Funk. Back then, it was called Cuts, right? Company of University of Dancers, uh, and and you know, like twenty people audition, not a lot. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, and he he wanted me to help out, uh, so. I auditioned the crew with him, you know, just sit in, even though I don't know much about hip hop, yeah. well, urban or yeah, choreography yeah, yeah. dance, just, you know, just, just giving him advice while I can. <clears throat> so the first year, like 20 people auditioned, he picked 10, they did their first performance, we did it together, you know, I think it was those Auckland Uni Orientation Week, mm, yeah. like 15 people turned up or something to watch it. It was cool, you know, we did our thing, yeah. it was fun. And then after that, um, I think the year after that, um, You Got Surf came out. Right, so that changes a lot of things because <clears throat> I think um, for the longest time, B-Boys and hip, okay, urban dancers, yeah. they don't really mix because just the way the culture is. But Joe and me, we became really close friends. Um, I taught him a lot of things and he taught me a lot of things about urban each dance. Other yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah. So yeah. we kind of like, you know, vibe of each other. Back then, it was still very early stage. So obviously, we have argument here and yeah, there. Yeah. But we try to do shows together. Um, and then that very same year, we did our first, I think, uh, recital. So, uh, you know, we, we, we put a show together and then we you know, sold the tickets. And that was great. Where, where was this? This is all in Auckland? Auckland. Or yeah, in New yeah. Zealand. This is, I'm talking about like early, like, so 1999, I started breakdancing. 2000, I met Joe. 2001. So yeah, this, this whole, yeah. you know, two, three sort of years period, right? It's yeah. where the whole thing uh, sort of got off. And then, like I say, Yugo Surf came out and then... You know, the hype was all about that. And we were like the only two crews in the whole of New Zealand that had b-boys and dancers. Yeah. Everyone else is either only dancing or only b-boys. The only other crew that had that was, of course, if you're from New Zealand or Australia, Desire. So yeah. Desire had Face City Rockers, uh, which is a b-boy crew. Yeah. And obviously having a b-boy in that sort of competition sort of mode helps. So basically, you know, with You Got Surf came out, yeah, a yeah, lot of competitions started coming out. Right? And yeah. then... And then obviously, if you have b-boys, you sort of have an upper hand because you know, like tricks and all that stuff. So that kind of started the whole triple eight funk. We did a new crew. Uh, Locomotion still runs as Locomotion as a b-boy crew. We join you know competitions as a b-boy crew, but we do shows together with with with, with triple eight funk um, and Joe, and yeah, that's yeah. how the whole thing sort of started. You know, crazy. Yeah. Okay. I feel like there's a lot <coughs> yes. to unpack of like all of that. A lot. But, um, yeah. Okay, okay, we'll try to slowly get yes. through it. Um, let's just get started with maybe, like, you growing up. I'm just curious yeah. as well, like, you as a child, like, what were you like in school and, like... Um, well, in high school, well, I mean, honestly, like, in Malaysia, when I was growing up, like, so my mom and dad divorced at a young age, so I was with my dad the whole time. Cool. Uh, and, you know, like, you know, I don't really... I, I remember a lot, but basically, like, I just, you know, normal Malaysian kid, like, going to school. Uh, I just... I, Nothing about dancing, obviously, you know. Uh, yeah. I know I, I sort of, I, li I like outdoors, you know, I like to go like fishing and just adventuring, yeah. just like ride around town on my bikes and stuff. Yeah. Um, but then I think study-wise, I was okay. Yeah. Like I've never been like the top of my class, but I just felt like... But you weren't like the like bottom or anything? You no, were just no, like, just a, like an average kind of... Yeah, cool. average, but I knew that like... Um, I just felt like the education system in, in Asia wasn't really my thing, yeah, if you know yeah. what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, so uh, I got sent to go live with my mom when I'm like, when I turned nine. 
Okay. And then uh, I went over there, you know, to New Zealand. And then I, at at uh, intermediate, <clears throat> uh, I did. I played basketball and badminton. I played a lot of sports. Just sports. in in high school, uh, I played sports as well. Basketball. I played like seven different sports. Uh, yeah. I even I even played uh, briefly uh, for Auckland under eighteen for basketball. You know. So I think my my high school years was a lot of basically sports. Just no dance. Yeah. Dance was like just what I do at home. Yeah. Just, just jump around, bro. Like in yeah, music. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't, you know, like this really no specific direction. Like kids this day, they get to all this information, so you know they know what they want or you get to choose. Exactly, much. choose. I, mean, like, I don't know, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know I was doing a running man. I didn't know I was <laughs> doing like you know whatever. So yeah, my 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 growing up at school was literally uh sports, a lot of sports, Crazy. mainly basketball and and badminton. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Was there any like subjects in school that you like were randomly interested in? Was it like a science or like Oh, okay. I am definitely not an Asian kid. If you yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I mean. like, <laughs> uh, chemistry and all that. Nah, I'm not. Like, nah. Yeah, I did a lot. So Japanese. All right. So yeah. I speak seven languages. Uh, oh, not all fluently, but you know enough. A little bit here. Enough, yeah, yeah. So I learned Japanese for seven years. Uh, Ocho High School. Uh, so that was one of my favorite. And then, funny enough, like I like history too. Yeah. Uh, but as I grew up, I knew that you know whatever you get. Taught at school is not yeah. legit, right? yeah, yeah. but but I like those kind of stuff. Um, so I wasn't really a science boy. It was just okay. I think I did uh, language. I did like history. I did uh, geography, English. Uh, yeah, all, all those. Yeah. So but in school, were you like a because you did all the sports and stuff? Because usually back in the day, like sports is like you're the man kind of thing. Yeah. Was it like that for you, or were you kind of like just still kind of like average student kind of? It was hard. Like, I mean, yeah. basketball wise. The best team in school is the the prims, right? I I played a couple of games for them, but I will, I, I never actually made the team full, full, fully. Uh, but I was a captain of senior A, which was the next one down, right? And and basketball is what I played a lot of. Okay. I really really love basketball. Like I I just spent a lot of time on that. Uh, but once again, you know, like dude, I'm short, man. I'm like 172. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> when did you realize like that? <laughs> that basketball was yeah. yeah, yeah. I yeah. think when I went when I went to college, uni, university. It's like damn, I just I can't do this. Like I mean, this is not gonna be for me like full time or whatever. Try it. Yeah, like at yeah. one stage when I was fifteen, sixteen, I was really trying, man. Like yeah, yeah. I was, you know, like I say, I I I, I go to all the reps, uh, training and and I audition for like you know uh higher higher level basketball team. And like I say, the highest I ever got was Auckland under eighteen. Yeah. And even then, I didn't. Even, I made the team, but like I was just like it was short short lived. Um, and plus. Man, the coach is crazy, dude. Like, yo, yeah. <laughs> every time I miss a shot, I'm running with <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, damn. Um, but so, I, I mean, I still, I liked it. Uh, but that was as far as I could really go. Yeah. Was, was that sports. like the yeah. first thing that you were like, I'm going to go all in for? Like, possible? Uh, or was there anything else like that you kind of... I mean, I was going to go all in, but I I also like, okay. I, I was like, yeah, I want to play in the NBA, of course. That's, that's yeah, why you yeah, started. But I don't think I went all in, as in like, yeah, okay, you know okay. what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, like the mental lack I of like, I'm like really gonna go to college and finish uni and, yeah. and do all that. I remember, skip back a little bit, when I was really young, I really wanted to be a pilot. pilot? Right? Oh, yeah, okay. like a, a, fighter, a jet pilot. Oh, okay, okay. But I went to, um, uh, there's this thing called like, Mar no Marine Corps, I can't remember what it's called. But it's like literally for junior kids who want to become pilots, you have to join this Air Force thing. This is for kids. Yeah. I was 12, I think. And the first thing I did was check your eyesight, and I fell straight away because oh. I had lazy eyes. Yeah. My twenty, my vision was fine, but uh, when I read books, I have to use a a ruler because oh. I double read stuff. Oh shit! Okay, so okay, I was okay. like, oh, they were like, oh, you can't, you can't be a pilot. And you laugh. 
Is that like still like not like affecting you like now no. to this day, or you're like good really. with the reading stuff? So, like, right now, I kind of I kind of hit flying. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> to be honest, I fly a lot. That's another whole different thing. But something happened, and and you know, I had a bad experience flying one time, and I was like, damn, I don't want to fly yeah. anymore. Okay, yeah, but yeah. that was just sort of you know, just yeah. an ex like this is life. A little thing. Yeah. Things changes, right? But I think what I what I have learned from all that is just never to give up. I guess. Yeah. You know, I I don't really like give up easily. If I want something, yeah. yeah. So fast forward once again to the whole high school sports thing, yeah. Uh, and yeah, so so all through high school, basically sports is a big part of my life. Uh, I really really like studying uh, languages. So Japanese was a big part of yeah. my 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 life growing up. Too. I feel like that's so good for you now, like in terms of like what you're doing, yeah, like knowing languages and stuff. I feel yeah, like it's such it, a like it yeah, does help. Blessing. Yeah. yeah, later on you understand <laughs> yeah. why it, it does help a lot. Uh, but yeah, that's literally my high school in a nutshell. Schooling wise, I'm always like middle. Uh, I'm not like super top. And I and and to be honest, I went to a really good school and a really hard school to get in. So you're from Sydney, right? Uh, I'm from Perth, uh, but yeah. so I went to this school called Auckland Grammar Boys, and they have their sports are like like yo like a lot of Aubergs come from that school, a lot of scholars come from that school. Um, so you know it was tough too. Like every term, if you don't do well, they drop you. They drop you from class to class. Oh, so it's A to Z. I think that's only a few school in New Zealand ever does that. Yeah. And so <clears throat> every time you have an exam, if you don't do well, then they drop you another class, another class, another class. Do you feel like that taught you anything now? Like looking back on it? Or do you feel like it was a system? <laughs> it's a system, but that system was good. Yeah. I feel like their system is a good, like, <clears throat> okay, I feel like Asia, Asia school system is really, really harsh and really really like one-sided towards like, academic but like grammar had it just right they have good like basically they want everyone to be like good at academics and sports you know what i mean no, all arts it's not yep. like a uh off balance just one idea, yeah. exactly so i remember the first <laughs> my first year like basically from what well, form three i don't know what is it now in grade but uh i went home and I told my mom i was in k she almost cried oh what k how many classes are they i was like uh i think it goes down to like m so i'm only two class off the bottom yeah. So she was like, oh my god, like, yeah. you suck. <laughs> and yeah. all my other Asian friends are like B, C, yeah. D. But it's cool, man, because by the end of that year, I went up to H. Okay. And then the highest I ever went was F. Yeah. Um, and then I went back down to H again. So H literally smacked the middle, right? So yeah, it's okay. Okay, okay. I'm cool with that, you know. So, uh, but that school is really, really good. It taught me uh, a, a lot about traditions. Like, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, it's a really, like, traditional kind of like like Sydney boys, you know, like like white school. Mm. Um, but it's, it's cool. It's like racism, yeah. When I was younger, I, I get it. But as you grow older, everyone sort of like... You just grow can't out, get over yeah, it. Yeah, get yeah, over yeah. it, grow out of it. And I made a lot of good friends. And a lot of the friends, uh, I, I used to talk to them, you know. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's, it's a really good school. And that school taught me a lot about um, just... just I, I can't really pinpoint what they taught me, but... I learned a lot while I was there. Uh, yeah. Just navigating through life, I think. Yeah. 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 And the teachers are really good too. Yeah. Crazy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, maybe let's just go on a little bit from here. Let's go after high school. Like, what were your plans? Okay. What you wanted to do? This sounds so funny. <laughs> but honestly, when I was in university, I was like, all right, man, I'm going to get married by 30, have kids and a house. Well, yeah. obviously, it's not, not, didn't happen. So, I went to college. I think. College was a bit crazy. I said, like, at high school, at grandma, everything was very strict, right? Like, like I say, it's one of the best school in the world for a reason. Um, 
but when I got to college, it was like, yo, no one takes attendance. And I started, that's where I found breakdancing. That's why, that's why I started dancing. I'm not going to lie, man. The first term, I failed out of four papers, three. Yeah. Because I was just dancing in the studio every damn day. Insane. I even missed my accounting exam. Almost. Uh, I made it, but I might as well just didn't go. Yeah. Because, you know, I was just dancing. I just, I, I found, because when I, when I, when, once I say, like, like I mentioned before, I got to uni, I went to rec center, I, I saw a bunch of Korean guys popping, but there was still breakdancing. And then I met my, my, my best friend now, my mentor, uh, uh, Marita, and, and he's a Cambodian guy, and he was already doing like windmill, swipe, 90s. Um, so yeah, so he, he literally took me under the wing and then, you know, taught me, you know, about breakdancing. He may not be like, yo, you know, like a lot of B-boys, like, like, full of knowledge. He doesn't have that. But he knew enough to get me started. And I was yeah, like, yeah. really like, all in on that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, really, really all in do, on that. Do you know, like, do you remember the feeling that you felt like the first time seeing it or learning it? Like the first time you were like, yeah, in it? I literally was like, Okay, so before breakdancing, right, the first two months I was hanging with these Korean guys, they were learning to teach me popping, right, so waving. So yeah. I was doing hello waving, like I liked it, yeah. but something was missing. Then I saw breaking, I was like, yo, you know what, screw that, this is the one. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know how to explain it, like, just breakdancing, I just feel free. It's freedom, right? And it's dance, and it's acrobatic, it's just, yeah, and you know, and you know, obviously it looks cool and stuff, so um, I just got naturally like attracted to that and then uh and the other thing once again is um once again like this is not i'm not saying that like australia and new zealand is, is racist uh but when you're in a country where like the main population is not it's not you your, your color <laughs> yeah you you tend to stick together right and it's yeah. not in a bad way right and it's worse when it's breakdancing because back then this is before the whole korean explosion thing right so when at, at 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 university there was like one white dude and all Asians, but when you go out uh, to train and to break, it's all either Maoris or Islanders, right? And yeah. there's not many Asians, so I sort of you know tend to stick together. And we used to, so we we help each other, we vibe off each other. We yeah, yeah. that's what a crew is, man. Like yeah. a lot of people make super crews these days, but my crew's been around ever since that time, right? Oh one to now, it's almost eighteen years already. So. A crew is literally like your family, you know. It's, yeah. You don't just meet each other for dance. You meet each other for, for lunch, for, for whatever reason, Everything. right? I yeah. definitely feel that. Exactly. I think it's such an important like, factor, yeah. especially in these days. Like, yeah. I really think like friendship is the yes. more important thing yeah. other than the dance. Yeah, exactly, that. right? So, I mean, that's how it started. So, like I said, uh, I created my own crew, and then uh, we met this bunch of Filipino guys. We don't even know them. Like, oh, we, Okay, we used to uh, practice at this place called uh, City. So, it's in Auckland City, I think. People still practice there now these days. So it was just us. It was me. It's like six of us, like all like Chinese. Yeah. And then we were just breaking, and then this whole bunch of Filipinos came. There like twenty of them, and um, they were there playing land, right? <laughs> CS. And then after that, they started watching us and just sat there. So it was like yo, like almost like almost like a like stare down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then like we started breaking, and then they started breaking. Like, oh shit! And they were like literally better than us. I think I guess Filipino culture. Dancing yeah. is a big it's, part of yeah. their culture, and then we became friends. And to this day, yeah, we still same crews, same friends. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, I think you might even know some of them. Like they all, most of them live in either Brisbane or Melbourne now. So oh. James, Chai, uh, Lex, Lex, yeah, the guy from Sydney. Lex, no, 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 no. Lex no, is uh, no, Lex Brisbane. Yeah, yeah. So B boys, so they all the B boys, right? Uh, Blair in Melbourne now. Yeah. Sydney, I don't think that anyone is the same. So okay, yeah. yeah, we are still a crew. We still talk. I mean, we don't battle anymore because literally 
the only two generation left that's still battling are basically Malaysia and Philippines. Um, the New Zealand boys and the Australian boys are also just chill out now. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, hectic. Man, that's insane. Um, yeah, so maybe like go from there. So you start again to dance and stuff. Like, yeah. what was yeah, like what was your goal? Because obviously you wait. What did you study in school first? Oh, so uh, <laughs> university. College. I did yeah. uh, marketing and international business. Okay. Alright. So and did you finish that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> yes, I failed my uh, I failed my first term because I was dancing so much, but. After that, I kind of got my shit together, and yeah. then <laughs> cool. um, my mom was like, "You know, if you're gonna dance so much, maybe instead of like, because everyone's trying to trying really hard to finish quick within the three years, so everyone's doing like eight papers a year." I was like, "Screw it, I'm just gonna do three, three, you know? Yeah, take my time." And yeah, yeah, I graduated. Uh, so yeah, because that's the way I thought when I was like first going yeah. to uni as well. I was like, "I'm gonna take my time." Yeah. I didn't finish because this is oh, not finish? for me. Like, I'm just I just can't. Yeah. Be it's that really person. important, man. Like in hindsight, I'm glad I finished it. It, it. I know it's just a piece of paper. Yeah. But in order to prove yourself in this world, you need that that paper is like that thing to get you out there so that your real self can come out. That's, yeah, I don't know. This is such an interesting. You don't have to do it, hey, but, yeah, but yeah, yeah. that's what I feel because yeah. that's why a lot of my kids these days. Yeah. I also tell them that, and because of what I went through, right? Um, after that, me and Joe for Triple Eight, we're like, yo, anyone who fails their exams cannot dance for the crew, because we felt that's really important yeah. to, to to not veer away from that. Yeah. Um, B boys are different. Okay. Uh, long story. We'll go yeah. to the, we'll come to that <laughs> later. But if you are at university, you shouldn't really be failing. Yeah. I, I failed yeah, yeah. because I literally did not manage my time well because I just didn't know how. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. I went from a like super strict school to boom, here you go. You just freedom, right? Woke up on Monday and be like, this class, I don't have to go. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. It was weird for me too. Like, yeah. as soon as you don't have to go, I yeah. was like, I have the full choice. And exactly. I'm like, I probably right? don't want to then. Yeah. Like, if it's not what I want to do, exactly. anyway, like. But the thing is, I do want to, the paper I pick is the paper I wanted to pick. Okay, right. see, I think that's the difference. And to me, that's what I always will feel now is like, if it's something you want to do, I definitely think don't waste time and just do it. Like, yeah. whether you take, like, a bit longer, yeah. I think it's fine. But for me, like, I was doing a course based on just, like, everyone is telling me to do it, so I'm oh, so guessing I should kind of do what it. What was it? It was commerce, like, just Oh, what I do, stuff. right? Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I know it was going to help me because it was something I was kind of interested in. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, I just it, I just couldn't, like, push through it because I was just like, it's not... It yeah. will help you because commerce is such a broad thing. Yeah. Right? It's not like... Uh, like law is very, you know, but yeah. commerce is very open. So yeah. regardless of what you do in life, even if you become a producer, you know, uh, if that's what you want, it will come in handy somewhat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for me, I'm cool with it. You know, international yeah. business. I knew that, I don't know how, but I knew that one day I'll be working like with international people. I don't know how, yeah. but that was sort of my thing. And um, yeah, so marketing was always, I'm always, I mean, I'm, I talk a lot, so I guess that's a good mix i guess yeah for sure so um you know friendly yeah. and stuff like that yeah i feel like i have a question and then we'll try to go back into uh. the story because this is like something i'm like i just find interesting and stuff but like for me growing up when it was in high school learning marketing and stuff the reason i didn't like it as much is weirdly like in the way that you knew that you were going to work with international yeah. i just knew that the world was going to be different like okay. back in the day like no one knew the facebook or like yeah. all these kind yeah. of things yeah. and i just felt like everything we were learning i was like i just I just didn't understand how they weren't catching up and I just knew it was going to change. Okay, the funny thing is you learned marketing in high school, right? No. Uh, Not really, nah. Did you yeah. say high school though? Uh, no, no, this, uh, you know. Uni, uni. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so, I mean, me, I was waving, you yeah, know, yeah, back yeah. then, 
we had internet, but I mean, it took me one hour to like download like yeah, one yeah. picture. Kind of thing. So I didn't really think of the internet okay. as that much that important. I was, I'm, I'm just going to let you know that when I was younger, I, I don't even think I have that far of a vision. Everything we did, and, and this goes a long way to come back. Me and Joe talks about it a lot, is a lot of what we did back in the days was we just did it out of passion. Right? It was, we never really think too far ahead because we felt like it's better to live in the now. But what did happen was, uh, once again, this will be more, we'll talk about this more later, is whatever people we've met through the journey who have done it before and gave us advice, we took it. And we, we still use it. Uh, and it helped us. Funny enough, some of those people who gave us those advice stop stop following their own advice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. So yeah. when I was, and it's a different generation now, right? So when, when at my generation, things were slower pace-wise. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I mean, there's a lot more to elaborate, but I'll, I'll, yeah, I think it will, yeah. along the line, it will, it, will, it will catch up and then you'll find out, you'll, you'll see how um, how this all ties in together. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but I mean, I see what you mean because yeah. I think your generation is a lot of information. Yeah, it's just a it's hard to like. Yeah, you know what I mean. Ours is like we we're searching for it. Yours is like it's just there. It's, it's too picking. much. Yeah, it's, it's like picking. Yeah, yeah. You're picking. Said. I'm searching. Yeah, yeah. So that's the difference. That's yeah. such a like. I feel like that's such a good way to like describe it. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like for us, it's like we have to go. And when you have to go searching for things, I would say it's easier than picking for things because you kind of know what. Well, not know, but you you're it, looking you for do. it. Yeah. yeah. Right, so you'd be like, wait, what's this? Oh, no, this is not this. But picking, though, is like... Hmm. You just never know. Because you're afraid of yeah. each, like, exactly. where it's going to lead you down. Like, should exactly. I do that? Should I do yeah. that? Should I do that? Yeah. And I'm not saying what you do is wrong. I mean, yeah. it's just different... Again, it's a choice. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a choice. Thing, yeah. In the end of the day, I'm the, I'm the borderline between, like, new school and old school. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, the yeah. generation before me is just straight up OG. Yeah. I'm, like, half. Yeah. So, you know, we're, like, a bit of both. So, yeah, you know, like, Crazy. we just, we are like that, that, that generation before you guys, I guess, you know what I mean? So, we, we so we have both. Yeah, yeah, way, yeah, yeah. Let's go into, like, um, you and Joel's, like, friendship. How did you meet? Well, yeah, like, you guys were saying that you went with, like, your passion. Like, yeah. when you guys first started talking, like, what? I can tell yeah. you this right now, man. Everything I've done so far, I've never, this? Yeah. No plan. I didn't plan to, to, to pursue dance at all. Yeah. I'll tell you that right now, that was not, I never wake up one day and be like, I want to be like this, you yeah. know. For me, like I say, during that period of time, was dance was just, it was fun, it was friend, it was family. It was, it was a thing that, that made me happy. So me and Joel, once again, um, the first two years was rough. Obviously, we're still trying to figure each other out. And I'm, I'm very fire. He's water. But okay. together, we work well. Yeah. Right? He's super, you know, um, chill. I'm like... You just want to do, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but we work well, right? So after the whole, uh, so okay, so the, the first big competition we, we joined was this Yuga Surf competition run by uh, a radio station. And it was us versus Desire. And you obviously know Desire. And, and the, right after that, I think that's where HHI took off. And, okay. and then uh, we, I mean, I didn't, but I know that uh, the boys and Joe combined and they came as high as fourth in 2007. Yeah. Um, and I think after that or before that, Joel and a few other hits of like the bigger crew combined and created SDNZ, and then that's that's the same thing that's keeping HHI New Zealand going right now, right? Mm. Uh, I don't have really much say in that now, but I would like to say that um, during the whole period of time, I don't give a shit about urban dance. 
Yeah. I can tell this, but something changed. All right, the whole time I keep, so like I said, me and Joe, we keep helping each other, educate yeah. each other, and every time he used the word hip hop, I'll be like, man, you better fucking know what you, like, you know, why this yeah. is called hip hop, which is why to today, he has a lot of knowledge when it comes to this kind of stuff because I, I school him on it, yeah, right? Um, like and it, yeah, yeah, exactly. So we always want to make sure that like the word urban dance and hip hop isn't used incorrectly. I'm not saying that I know everything, but back then I was still learning. But but he's definitely like getting a lot of, of shit from me when when he's like, oh, hip hop class at uh, da da da. I'm like, yeah. nah, bro, what the hell? Yeah. But you know what I mean? So we help each other. Mm. Then I think 2004, he came, oh, wait, somebody came back from America, right? And, 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 you know, we have video nights, us crew, you know, hangout nights. And someone put on um, this, this Culture Shock showcase, I think it's Prelude 2004. Okay. And I saw Formality. Yeah. Right. Okay. Formality, if those, for those who don't know, and a lot of people don't know, Formality is like the first super crew when it comes to like Urban Dance. So in that crew, was a young guy called Keone, who was 14. Bing was 15. Paul Ross was 16. Yeah. Uh, Jason Onyx. Uh, I think Kevin Nguyen was in there slightly a bit later. Sire uh, Bartholomew, all these guys, Philip Ganiza, they were all in that crew, right? So I, I watched them dance. Now, I am a big fan of R&B, yeah. you know, hip-hop dance, right? So while they were, to be honest, while they were watching it, I wasn't even, I didn't give a shit. I was just like chilling with my boys. And then I, was, I saw a set that they did, and it was like, literally like, like a R&B slow jam set, but not done in those like, you know. Yeah. Wait, it's just like a legit, I was like, damn. Like, these guys are good. And then I was like, Joe, who are these guys? He's like, oh, dude, this is like formality. And this is like, we didn't know them. Someone, yeah. someone went to America, came back with a DVD. Gandalf. Gandalf, Gandalf okay. is... The name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Gandalf features, uh, I think it's called Body Pump at Les Mills okay. in, 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 in Auckland right now. Yeah. But he's one of those under the radar OG that, that started like the dancing back in the days, right? Um, I mean, I don't, I don't talk to him a lot. I don't deal with him a lot. Uh, but um, Joe did, and he's the same people. He's a, he's a guy who also, I think, first taught um, Idico's uh, Josh, Josh's brother, uh, Richie and, and Andrew. Okay, so yeah, he was yeah. their first teacher, right? Yeah, so yeah. I don't know. This, this is tall, like yeah, white dude. Yeah. So he's the one who gave that to Joe, right? So and this is where 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 I say the whole social media thing comes in because. Nowadays, you can just send someone a DM. Yeah. You know what Joe did? He flew to San Diego. Yeah. Joe watched that, got so inspired, flew to San Diego. Took a year off, flew to America, to San Diego, and met up with the founder of Melody. Right? Um, his name is uh, Eric Sarapon. Met up with him. We're like, yo, you're crazy, dude. I'm super curious. How did he meet up with him? Because obviously back in oh, the day, it's like... MySpace. So okay. when we found <laughs> out... Yeah. yeah, social media. I mean, we... You know, you had a little bit, we, a little bit, right? Yeah. So, MySpace. I think I think he met him through MySpace, okay. and then he went, he hung with, him, stayed with him. Uh, I guess you know vibe of him, and then that's where he met. So he knows these guys from back way back, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, at the same time, he also met a very young Sean Abaristo. Um and when he came back, he imparted knowledge to all of us. Um, and like I say, you know, like by by two thousand seven, Triple Eight is slightly, you know. I remember I told you the first audition had like 20 mm. or the third audition had like 300 people. Damn. Right? So we started growing and growing and growing and it started to become like a, a full-time company. I don't really have much. My, my job is this. Basically, uh, I do like the party stuff. And yeah. if I look up to the b-boys, party stuff. I don't know much about dance. right? Everything about workshop now that yeah. you see, I learned it off him. 
I mean, he was the one doing all that. I don't do any of this. Yeah. It's all Joe. He's the one who plans the recital. He's the one who, I just like, whatever, man. Um, so what exactly if, were your roles? So he was the dude okay. like really So he's the dude you. that organized everything. I'm the dude to look up that, that make sure that the, the crew have kinda, fun. Okay, okay. Yeah. Right? Like, like, uh, like newbie party, end of the year parties. Um, just making sure everyone comes together. You know, I'll, my house is like, yo, my mom hates me, but yeah. my house is like the place to go to, you know, because it's slightly bigger, so everyone can just hang out. It's central. Um, and also when we have international guests, um, I, I usually do the after party for them. So Joe will do the workshop. And when we have workshop back in the days, it's not like we sell it to people. We just get our own crew member to, to join. So this whole thing, once again, let's go back to how this whole started. 2001, before we did any workshop in the world, 2001, Mr. Elliot was in town, right? And uh, Joe was like, yo, um, Cicely is here, Eddie Morales. I don't know who these guys were. Yeah. And then, then he told me they were B-Boys. Then I heard, oh, KML was here. Yeah, I'm a B-Boy. So I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. shit. <clears throat> so we, we went around and tried to stalk them. Yeah. yeah we, oh, my God. We That's, I love that. Yeah, we stalked them. <laughs> so we stalked yeah. them to a restaurant. And Eddie was like, yo, you motherfucker. What are you guys doing, man? We're like, oh, we're just dancing. We're dancers. Uh, we are your fans. And he's like, oh, you guys dancers? All right, cool. So, you know, then um, we, we, we hung out with them. And then that was the first night. They were like, hey, man, yo, you guys can get some weed. Like, yo, you know, like New Zealand weed is not yeah. too bad. So <laughs> we hooked them up. And then uh, we, we, we took them to the after party and, you know, vibe up with them. And then that's literally our first interaction with international choreographers. The following year or a, a couple of years later, Eddie came back and he remembered us. Right? Yeah. He hit us up. And then after that, that's how the ball started, go, you know, started rolling. Um, and then someone uh, told Kenny Wormel that, oh, uh, this is a bunch of guys in, in New Zealand. They're really good. Like, you know, let's, let's hook them up. So, you know, now, any time a tour comes to New Zealand, people will email us first. And Joe will set up a workshop. I'll set up the after party. Crazy. You know, things like... Um, that's such a good, like, balance. Yeah, exactly, it, right? Uh, like, uh, do you know where we get a haircut? You know, because a lot of uh, African-American, like, they're picky about yeah. people cutting their hair. Yeah. So barbers... New Zealand tattoos. Yeah. So that's what we do for them. And all we, all this is just, we don't make money from it. It's just it's dance, right? Did you lose money or were you just like breaking even? Oh, we, no. That, like, we, we use money. We have yeah, no, just, yeah, right? So during college years, yeah, we, we just put up what we can, you know? Uh, we hosted a lot of people, man. Like people these days who are superstars, Robert Hoffman, Twitch, uh, you know, Eddie, like Sky. We did the 2020 New Zealand JT uh, uh, tour with the help of, um, dance to excess. I'm not gonna say you know like they didn't help us out. Like they got us there, but you know everything was on, was yeah. on us. Did you um, know what you guys were doing at that point, no. or were you just like totally again like just passion? Hey, like just I just want to like, do this. Yeah. We just want to like hang out with dancers. Damn, that's, that's all we crazy. were. This, that was because okay. So I graduated in '04 and I had a job and I was working at British American Tobacco. Right, I was working for the devil. Uh, good, great pay, good job. Um, but you know like I was in charge of Horica, which is hostel. Hotel, restaurant, cafe, right? Um, amongst other things. And, and through that, I got to know a lot of uh, owners of clubs. And, and obviously, every time there's a concert in town, they want the artists to come. But artists never goes out. But because all the dancers know us, and they're like, yo, we're going out with, with Joe and Nick tonight because they trust us. Yeah. We've been doing it for, for so many years, and we'll bring them wherever. And the artist comes. Yeah. The artist will be like, yo, what are you guys doing? Or we, this bunch of dudes that we know, you know, like we trust them, and and through that, you know, we we meet the artists, you know, uh, like Gaga came to an after party, um, like IPs did, um, yeah, let's just name a few, man, like yo, like, so 
my job was literally to do that and his job is to do the workshop side. I love this story already. This yeah. is crazy. So yeah. there's nothing about money. Like, yeah. you know, we're paying out our own thing. And once again, like uh, a lot of the connects that I made through just work with, you know, bar owners, I help them, they help me. Yeah. Like, oh, all right, Nick, you know, if you're going to bring others down, let me help you out with the bar tap a little bit and mm. things like that, right? So that's how it worked. And literally, that was it. It was nothing serious. Like, I don't take that shit seriously. Yeah. But b-boying side yes yeah but then again i also knew at a very young age that i think by 2006 that i will never be the best people yeah. but i sure as hell want to make sure that my crew has the best access to that so they can be better okay at, yeah. at training right uh, but once again new zealand is very far yeah. so we'll you know there's only so much we can do and same for joe like joe was taking this seriously i said like joe knows that this is dance this is his life um so you know we back him up wherever for me it was still a He's fun yeah. thing i i had a a job you know yeah, yeah i didn't i just i was not like really like i wasn't gonna push for it no like, i yeah you know uh, it was just more like fun 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 and fun and that's the thing that a lot of people forget these days when they dance yeah it's supposed to be fun yeah right uh and i can tell you like i mean i would say that my lifestyle my lifestyle may be a little bit loose you know what i mean i'm just having fun working staying at home, but that's another part of a chapter of my life that I, I had to change, yeah. which is why I, I left because I was like, yo, you know what? Like, I gotta, I gotta change, yeah. you know? I need, I need a, 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 a start afresh, right? Mm -hmm. Which is why I left in 2010, I quit my job. Um, quit my job and then decided to move to Asia. I, I didn't know where yet. Uh, yeah. Singapore was obviously a, a obvious choice because I have family here, yeah, yeah, auntie, yeah. uncle here. Um, and then, yeah, I, I, did, I made the move, right? So yeah. you were doing this like constantly. What, like, what was next after you guys just hosting people, doing this and Hosting people. Honestly, between like 04 to 2010, before I leave, it was just like, all right, B-Boy Battles. We, 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 we join battles, we join okay. session. You know, we do our B-Boy stuff. For Joe, it's like um, the production every year that he does. Um, HHI at one stage. And then once he's been there, done that, that was it. You know, you just have to do it once. That's it. And then um, he's trying to constantly expand, uh, you know, just we're just trying to figure out figure things out, right? And yeah, yeah. To be honest, I don't think I was much help to him in that sense when it comes to growing his dance, but I help him in the other parts of, yeah. you know, the part where where uh, you know, I mean, party brings people together. I'm yeah, not yeah, gonna yeah. lie, bro. Like, yeah. if you have a crew and it's a shit ass boring crew, then no one's gonna be yeah. part of it. But I literally yeah. think events. Like it's technically yeah. like whatever you just want to like if you want to yeah. encompass it yeah. yeah just events brings people yeah, together for I sure think whatever kind of event yeah. you just need like an event and to be like this exactly. is the event it really does just even like hey man like uh you know what just drinks in my house you know like yeah. it's 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 a good way to keep everyone together and just you know vibe of each other you know that's really really important do you yeah. feel like you were trying to like not recreate but like the experiences you had with your crew having fun bringing people together with your crew you were just kind of like emulating that into like when people came down kind of thing? Summer Jam is basically that. Okay. It's basically that. I I told, I told even told the choreographers, if you want to have a beer and teach, it's fine. Go ahead. There's nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? Like, what, why are you going to be like, hey man, you're teaching, you shouldn't be drinking. I mean, I'm not telling you to get shit-faced. Yeah. You know no. what I mean? Yeah. It's like, a, it's hot as day. And the most important thing is, relax, have fun, you know? Like, I know you guys want to be, you know, all up in the video and stuff like that, which is why I... If choreographers is like, yo, I don't want to film my class, I'm like, sure. Yeah. I don't... You don't want to like push I, it on. Put, no, yeah. like, everyone teaches differently. I do want to film what they say, though. Mm. Right, that's important. But I, I don't have to film videos. Which is why there are people hitting us, how come you don't release that video? It's because choreographers yeah. don't want you to release it. Don't release it. Yeah. 
Cool. I really want to get into like all this kind of stuff, aren't um, recognized and then like uh, yeah. RF gem and all that, uh, some yeah. gem. But like anything before up to that point of like starting recognized, is there any important little like moments in your life? Like again, after the you hosting well, parties? Well, Summer Jam started in New Zealand. Okay. Okay, so Summer Jam. Yeah, because it started ages ago. Or, yeah. Like, kind of ages ago. So yeah. Summer Jam is what we do every every year when we have uh, like uh, when we create, like, let's say we pick the new cruise. We have this thing called Summer Jam where everyone pay a dollar and everyone in AAA will teach a class. It's a community thing, right? It's yeah. Bring everyone together. So that's what Summer Jam was. Um, and then also the most important thing is before me and Joe left, because he went to Australia first. And when he left, I'm like, oh, fuck New Zealand. I'm going to go too. Yeah. Is we, we made this conversation, which is kind of weird. We need to find people like us that respect the culture, respect the dance, and not try to rape their shit. All right? Let's... let's because if we go out there and be like, everyone be become AAA, it's just weird because it's our crew. But we want people to stand alone and yet be part of something. So we came up with Gem Republic. It was just me and him back then, yeah. right? So that all happened before we left. Crazy. Yeah. Was that like you sitting down talking about yeah. it? Like, yeah. okay. We talked about it. We were like, we need to find people <clears throat> that are like-minded and uh, just do what we do, right? And everyone that's Gem Republic literally is what I just said. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean you're in oh. it, so you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so that's that's I guess a, a important milestone before we left because yeah. we, and we didn't create it for work. It was yeah. like, even when we like, even though back then I already had a full time job, I was working for already seven years. Yeah. Like I still love dance. Mm. That's the, that's the most important thing. Like dance, bring like bring a lot of people around and and a lot of things that I've got in life right now is because of dance. Yeah. Right. Definitely. Even yeah. Even. 100%. Even all these, like, you know, hang out with, just like, other, you. others. Like some yeah, it's yeah. all, you know, like, everything. Yeah. people need to, like, I just feel like sometimes people, like, don't, like, like I'm a dancer, you know. That, like, they say it. I think, I think it's better these days, but, like, back in our days, a lot of people, oh, I'm just a dancer. It's like, oh, no, you're not just a dancer. What, yeah, you know? yeah. You know what I mean? Like, be proud of that, Yeah, right? 100%. Yeah. yeah, so, I guess, yeah, that was that, that, that turning point, I guess, yeah. um, for us to, to come up with that name. Definitely. Um, and the logo was created by this girl in our crew called Twyla. Cool. Uh, she's like, you guys gonna pay me? I'm like, yo, <laughs> you have money, man. He's like, oh, I'm just gonna make it up for you. Yeah. Crazy. So, yeah. Damn, yeah. that's insane. I love that. Yeah. Was there, like, what was, was that the mission, like, I guess, of, like, we just want to build a community around the world? Or, like, was it even around the world? What was your, like, mission then? Well, we just wanna, like, well because we're going different path. Yeah. He's going to Australia, I'm going to uh, Asia. So we're like, let's just make this and then, see who we can find that can connect okay, everyone okay. and then let's have fun, you know? Yeah. Just work together. Just like see yeah, how it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like, it was never worked, right? Cool. Yeah. So I guess that's the whole New Zealand side sort of. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like let's get into like now building yeah. Jammer for like so the, 2010, yeah. came here, uh, oh, I was traveling. Yeah. Traveling, came. Felix opened a studio. Uh, you know, I, I say hi to him. Were uh, you in, in any involvement in like no. building it? No, okay, okay. I think actually, actually. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I would get mixed up if you were like in it no, as well. No, no, no. But you I came after. Okay, he okay. started first. Uh, I came by. And then, uh, you know, uh, I I was staying with Felix for, for a while because I was trying to look for a job. I actually did find a job before I signed a contract. I was like, damn. I was like, it's not a corporate job. Why don't I just try this for three years? So... I hit up Felix, I'd be like, how? Oh, uh, how about this? Like, you know, let's do this together um, and, and see how, if it works, right? And he was kind enough to, uh, to you, you know, take a chance on me. Because in, in a way, he'd just be like, 
because he's also a very strong-minded b-boy right? yeah. b-boy is a b-boy so so he took a chance you know and then i'm like all right let's let's do this together so i rejected that job Crazy. right and then went to this now the next that 2010 to 2012 13 period will probably be the hardest period in my life okay um dude we we stayed in the studio like he he can choose to go home but for a period of time he was staying in the studio and we stayed in that studio for almost two years Damn. to save money I, I was surviving like 500 bucks a month dude like we were just literally like this is all in yeah you know like sleeping in the office walking 10 minutes to escape past old school obviously the biggest dance studio back then yeah or still is but you know to use the shower right yeah you know what i mean so for two years man we had to do that just straight up yeah i mean i i mean he he's cool for me to go stay with him you know but we need space too right we yeah. see each other at work every day yeah and whatnot. so so how uh, old were you when you decided this, this like this 27 27 yeah. okay, okay wait 28 i'll say 28 okay. yeah, yeah. so yeah this is an all all in moment right yeah yeah and um and that's where I have to learn. Like I, 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 I talk to I talk to Joe a lot. When I when I made the decision, I was like, all right, cool, man. You know what? I'm gonna run that studio now. So any other help I can get, I call him a lot for for advice and and, and things like that. And everything, then everything he did back in Triple Eight, bro. I was like, thank God I listened. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a, a few things. Like what kind of classes should I should we have? Uh, how do you like who who to teach or you know all that stuff? Just, yeah, okay, okay. It's just yeah, and kids, bro, Knowledge, kids. Yeah. Yeah. I deal a lot with kids back then with the parents because I'm just, you know, down, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I forgot that I actually hang out with the kids' parents a lot. And when we did the studio, I put a lot of emphasis on kids. So from a long time, I just, like, really like kids. Because yeah. I always knew that, like, kids are the future. Yeah, like, you, I've always, like, I don't know. I've just grown up feeling yeah. that way. Just, yeah. Well, you can't change the future with adults. You've got to change it with the next generation, right? Yeah. So, um, which is why I said, uh, I was like, yeah, okay, so let, let's, you know, work on a few things. And, then you know it was hard because we were the newest studio there was already a few studio ahead you know yeah. studio Ooh, old school dance people uh and we had to find our mark right and and everyone just wanted us to stay down the b-boy lane but we we're like hell no i mean yeah that's what we're good at but that's not all we are good at right yeah. so uh we were it was hard because we had to fight to to i mean stay stay alive dude. yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. like yo um so yeah and then everything that i've learned from, from joe I just realized everything we did was called community. I, that, that word wasn't in my mind. Mm. It's only when people start using it. Yeah, because even when you told you me, I like just think yeah. back. I'm like, that's what it is, right? So and 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 I felt like it, the only way we can sort of bring people into the studio is to, you know, start bringing some international people, but good people, right? So I think we started. He started with uh, some of the Kaba boys, and and then I started with. Uh, 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 Dea, Luis Soto, uh, Amanda Grind, and Eddie, Eddie Morales, who's a big part of my life. You know, both Eddie and Sky Hoffman, um, and Andre Fuentes, the three of them, are, are, are like our biggest mentors. You know what I mean? Like when we met, met them in New Zealand, before this was even a serious thing for us, they taught us a lot. They helped us a lot. Um, and every time they go back to America, they'll be like, yo, if you guys ever go to New Zealand, you gotta hit up these two kids. These guys are bomb. Well, what kind of things did they teach on this? I mean, first of all, just dancing-wise, just like how... Because back then, we were still dancing. So yeah. we, were, we, we, we were not asking them about business. It was, okay, yeah, I was how like, do you dance. train? What mindset? Like, uh, like 
how do you better yourself and and all these things. All the dance right? questions. Exactly, all the dance questions and and um, yeah, you know. So nothing about like, was it like other not like the technicality of dance? Was it like mindset? Was it other things to do? Like, because they're in the business, they're yeah. in the industry. Like, did they teach you anything about that, or were you just concentrated solely on just like dance? Well, I think Joel is solely with dance, but for me and the just just talking just is, talk. and just you know like. I mean, I'm, I'm not dancing anymore. Towards like, I think from '06. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I was b-boying, but I wasn't. Just dancing. not. Yeah, as good, I was. Yeah. You know, but um, just vibing with them. You know, cool. knowing how everything works, different countries, and you know, just talking, just knowledge. You know, it's not really like. Yeah, it's just. Yeah. yeah. Knowledge what, that will yeah. play a part in the future. And when I mean mentor, I mean, like, the the things that I mean, they could easily just be like, "Hey, man, thanks, guys. thanks for a good time," and fuck off. And that's it. You know what I mean? But we had like really good times and I see Eddie and Sky a lot and Andre so they give us really good like <clears throat> sort of encouragement hey guys you know like, keep doing what you're doing you know and, and when we hit them up you know on email they don't like not talk to us yeah. you know they're always like hey guys <coughs> uh, our homies are coming down you know like look after them and dude their homies are like Mari you know what I mean like yeah totally. like, <laughs> you know so we kept that going yeah Crazy. Um, that's why Summer Jam last year uh, I brought Eddie and, and Sky out as, as like a, a thank you because I feel like the world needs to see see them too. The younger generations they don't, they just don't, uh, they yeah. just don't but yeah. I I guess as they grow older they will understand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, you know. If you had to say like a story or like some moment of struggle that I feel like would be interesting for someone in the whole building the studio, the going all in. Dude, that three years. Well, like, struggle, man. Yeah, I just want to hear like a little bit more. I just feel like oh, some that, things which like. Man, me and Felix, we went through. Yo, hard man. It was hard. Like, you know, there were months where like, it just be like, shit. How are we gonna how how are we gonna get through this? You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to go into too much details, but like, like that's what I say. You know, like resorting to sleeping in in the studio is one way to save costs. Uh, I can tell you this story, man. Like, there was another guy staying with me in the studio. He's he's an RF too, right? And there was one month, uh, we were like, shit, man. It's gonna be a dry ass month. He's like, yo, how much you got? I'm like, yo, let's. Let's let's buy a a, a, a water bottle. A, a, what call that? Like a, a kettle. Okay. Let's yeah, buy yeah. a kettle so that we can um, just buy noodles and cook it. Yeah. Because we didn't. Have, we, this was in the house, so we invest twenty five bucks in the kettle so that we could buy boxes of noodles and just make that shit. You know that that was that was crazy, yeah. dude. That was crazy. And um, yeah, I mean, and when I'm sick, I would go back to sleep. You know, at, at Felix's place, uh, but. The rest of the time, we just, you know. You just hear, hear yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, here, this is the other one. Yeah, yeah. This one is way better. This is insane. <laughs> this one has a shower at the bottom, bro. Yeah. I can tell you, one thing I've learned from this is I don't take shower for granted anymore, especially hot shower, bro. Yeah. Like, two years of cold showers, like, oh, son. You know, like, this is random, but, like, cold showers, like, have a lot of health benefits and stuff. It's insane. Why. Okay, yeah. 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 That's, what, that's probably why <laughs> yeah. I got, you know, like, I, I was way sharper, you know, like, back then. It, but. It's weird. They say that, like, having cold showers, like, just pretty much the like ability to be like I'm going in for this cold shower makes you make decisions quicker also, I'm, and it's like weird things like that. Like, I'm more like a oh, fuck. I'm going for this cold shower again. Yeah, dude, this is crazy. <laughs> this is yo. It's yeah. It was hard, man. But but yeah, that that was the hardest. Okay. Yeah. Like that whole cattle thing is. Dude, my so mom doesn't even out. know this, man. Yeah. My mom only found out about this like last year. It was hard for her, because I mean, we're like you know middle, you know middle income family, but like. You know, we're so comfortable, you know right? Yeah, but she, yeah. So, um, but it was, I, I, that, that was good though, for me. Yeah. yeah. 
I to experience to, all that, you mean? Yeah, oh, yeah. I think I was babied a lot at home. Uh, kind of like, just relying on my mom a lot. So having this was, was, was really good. I mean, the first time I used a um, washing machine at Felix's house, I broke it. Because oh, I didn't know how to use it. Oh, that's so crazy. It's so stupid. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. He's like, bro, my fucking washing yeah. machine. <laughs> so, you know, it, it was crazy. But uh, yeah, that I would say that period of, the, of, of, of like 2010 to like 13 was just like the hardest. Okay, yeah. Everything we do, we had to really watch what we had to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hectic. All right, let's yeah. get into like, I don't know, close to like this point now. So, like, maybe. Yeah, let's just go into Summer Jam. I feel like we'll kind of like get into it. Because that's like the, I guess, biggest and newest projects yeah. that you're like constantly pushing out. Yeah. Would you say that? Because I know you're building like Jam Republic team and like all that. Is yeah. that kind of intertwined with all that? Like, Well, I mean, okay, you're in Jam Republic, but the only difference is obviously, you know, like you moved from Perth to Sydney yeah. and you took a different path, but you're still part of the team. And what Jam Republic really is, is basically finding people, same mind as us. Community first, culture first. Money is important, but not at the expense of the culture, um, trust. And it's easy to make a team of anybody, yeah. you know what I mean? But to really, really have a team that all have the same mindset, it's ridiculously yeah. hard. It's like impossible. To, like, yeah, really. and I don't even know how I still, I, I, yeah. I did it. I mean, we started with me and Joe. By 2013, we had six. And now we have 29 different, well, not different countries, but 29 different organizations uh, that are part of this whole thing. And... Uh, and it helps because what we do is, you know, basically sharing flights with instructors, uh, helping each other get instructors. And I model this really kind of like Wu-Tang. So Wu-Tang is strong. But when Wu-Tang is strong, every else, every member also stands to gain, even the smaller one. Like, so everyone wants, wants uh, Method Man, Ghostface Killer, Rake One, but then there's also Inspector Deck, there's also you got, but these guys also get a chance to sort of like, I guess, gain from the, the fame so like, yeah, yeah. because of the name they are under, right? Yeah, so, yeah. which is why I say general public, there are people who are in certain countries who so are like, hey, these are not the best guys in, in the country. I'm like, they don't have to be the best, like business-wise. They just have to be the best mind-wise. So, I, I, you know, I, I still have them. I still help them because the key is to help everybody grow, which is why I don't want to like make them like a general public studio. I wanted to keep their their identity but just be part of this you know alliance thing right so that's what the whole thing is about you see um as we summer jam i mean yeah you know rf jam has been going for a while now felix basically been organizing summer jam, uh rf jam for 10 years already right this is crew competition started with three days um and uh, a great job so you know we're just trying to change it up a little bit and yeah. I, i'm not gonna lie we're like you need to get more girls to RF Jam. Way too many B-boys. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's funny, but it's not funny. Yeah. yeah. So we're like, all right, cool. You know what? Let's. And I'm not going to... So this is funny. When we had this conversation, we're like half drunk. Right? Yeah. I'm like, let's do a camp. Yeah. Yeah, let's do Summer Jam Dance Camp. I did that in New Zealand before. So we're like, there was a piece of receipt that we wrote the name people we wanted. Yeah. So that's how it really started, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, we just, yeah, it was a risk too. You know, like he... he, he I mean, regardless of how long we've been working together, he's always pretty okay, like, as in, he's, he's pretty supportive of my projects, you know, when I, when I throw stuff at him, even, even when it's like, yo, it's crazy big. I mean, the first one wasn't super big, but still, you know, I mean, like, it's a, a whole lot of money to build a tent, um, an extra tent for, like, 
five days. Yeah, yeah. You know, and the first year there's no air conditioning. You know, yeah. almost died in there. You know, so we only had like six, seven choreographers. But yeah, we started with that, and the aim is just to have fun. And the best thing is on a Sunday, the beach party. I keep telling people, you guys gonna stay for that because the beach party is probably the only time that there is no genre of dance anymore. There's no I'm a proper a locker or people. Everyone's just dancing. You know what I mean? That's the most important thing, and everyone has fun. You know, Lao Lao called this the the spring spring break for dancers. I love it. Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> so um, you know, and as you can see that around the world, you can see more and more people starting to follow that whole theme of yeah. party and party dance. community. Exactly. That vibe. That vibe just, exactly. Like, you know. Dance. Yeah. And was that your like goal with it? Like, pretty much when you start, like yeah. some dance was just, like uh, some jam was like it's supposed to be party, party man. It's like beach must be involved. I mean, initial plan was crazy. It was like, yo, let's have it on the beach. Well, like, yeah, maybe not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe later. But, <laughs> but in the end of the day, beach has to be part of it because, you know, brings people together. And then, um, yeah, the whole thing just, just came together and it got bigger and bigger. We added arena onto this. Uh, and then, yeah, just now it's like seven to nine days long. Yeah. It's not going to get any longer. Just, this is yeah, it, you know? Yeah. Um, but we're constantly looking at new things to make it up. For next year, the theme is young generations. I feel like yeah, yeah, same. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this kind of talk is yeah. good, but I feel like the kids need voice too. Kids are not always wrong. Um, that's the reason why the kids are top of the game right now. So, um, yes, the OGs are important, but I feel like it's time for the kids to have a voice, to, to be able to tell their story. And then, yeah, so that's the, the theme. I can't really tell you much because I haven't released a lot of stuff yet. But, yeah, yes, yes, yeah. yes it's um, going to be a new gen. That, I love yeah. that. Yeah. I just want to say, like, um, super random, not super random, but, like, just Summer Jam in general, like, it's weird, and I have to, like, thank you for this, but, like, it literally changed my life. I, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, it really just did, from me meeting people, like, because the first one I came, I was about to quit, like, dance. I was just like, nah, I just want to dance. Yeah. And then, like, I, I just don't think it was anything, like, specific, but it was just the fact of, like, everyone being there and just some sort of energy it just literally I changed think my direction. the most important thing is that you're not alone. Like, I think, like, when you get there, you meet people, they have the same problems as you do. They have the same concerns as you do. Um, but when you dance, that goes away. And when you dance together, it goes away. And not only that, I think through that, through all this fun, you'll find ways to create and make new things. Um, whether it's for business or whether it's friendship, whatever, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, and I mean, that's what we all, that's what we want, want people to do. And it's really simple. I mean, like I say, whatever I've been doing, it wasn't like I planned this. Yeah. But I always knew that dance was, dance is important. Dance is, is uh, dance made, changed my life in a lot of ways, you know. Um, but I just don't know how to show it to people. You know, like people be like, hey man, how come you know like all these artists? Well, because of dance. Yeah. Dude, straight up, like because of dance. Like, you know, just people came, I did the workshop. I didn't care. I mean, no, no disrespect. Just that I'm not, I'm not there because oh my god, Justin's. You know, it's just Marvin Melora was here and he's a, he's a good friend of ours. I did a workshop for Marvin. <coughs> I did a workshop for Nick Demora. Then we did the after party. But my after party is always so damn good that like even the artist wants to come, right? And that's yeah. where I met uh, Justin's mom. <laughs> she yeah. came to the party. Exactly. You know what I mean? So like, um, and, and the party is is just you know just vibing. You know, I'm always it's always about the dancers first, bro. It's yeah. Like. Every single after party that I do, I will always tell like the organizer, like the, the, the club, oh man, uh, is the artist coming? I'm like, that's not really my, I don't care. I'm just telling you that like the dancers are coming. 
I want to make sure the dancers get well looked after, and that's it. You know, that's it. and that's 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 why I said like all these dancers who 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 come and tour New Zealand and and continuously like hit us up, like these are people who like help us because without them we won't be right here right now, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and even right now, you know, like having them endorse us when we do things, it's it's crazy, Thanks. you know. Um, yeah, you know, it just validate a lot of things that we do, and and we didn't do this like say to to for work per se like i just did it because it was fun yeah um, the work just kind of came along yeah. just came along yeah yeah so yeah and then summer jam is summer jam and for myself um you know started the agency uh which is i guess the next step because you know um there's a bigger picture uh with the agency i want to run it like a sports management company um the long-term future of this like 10 years plan is basically so that anyone that sign up with the agency gets a, a health insurance plan because we know dancers don't have that because right? it's so expensive. Different part of the world have different sort of uh, uh, sort of like health plan. But yeah. I know New Zealand's pretty lucky. Uh, I think if you get injured in New Zealand, ACC covers a lot of that stuff. But America, no. Yeah. Australia, I'm not quite sure. I'm pretty sure it's pretty good in pretty, general. Just yeah, like in here, general. Yeah. Um, and also just you know have like an investment plan. So that when dancers retire or they get hurt, damn, that's insane. Okay, you know, there, there's something they can leave with, just like rugby players in New Zealand, right? So funny enough, the guy who, uh, so I have a couple of friends who have this new agency called We Are Tenzin, and they basically are a new agency for sports people in New Zealand, and yeah, you know, they came up with this mm. uh, idea because a lot of rugby players, when they stop playing, a lot of their income, yeah, stop coming in, and they just lose it all yeah it's the peak and then it just like if exactly, it's not there especially right? athletes athletes are the ones exactly. because it's like when your body dies like yeah you have like what you yeah. can't do much so these guys uh are basically helping athletes that they sign uh, yeah. to manage their financial properly for them Hell yeah. and this same dude is the same guy who uh who gave us a spot for all the after parties back in the days you know brooke howard smith yeah uh kiwis would know him um he used to own pony club which is below the strip club <laughs> this is where our, our go-to spot is right um, so yeah, I mean, you know, I still talk to him sometimes, but for the dance side of things, this is way, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, we need to start small, um, and slowly, and my aim right now is, you know, okay, summer jam is one thing, community, bring everyone together. Next thing is to basically showcase talent from Asia Pacific, right? All these dancers from America, they are great. Europe, they are great, but they're also good dancers in Asia and in Australia and in New Zealand. And I'm not talking about the HHI stuff, you know, everyone is it's good in your own ways. Yeah. And the key now is to like creating sustainability for all of them so they can continue dancing and showcase, uh, you know, uh, their talent. Yeah. Right? And that's the most important thing. A lot of Australians, <clears throat> no, like the, the whole jazz world, mm. ballet world in Australia is really big. And a lot of these dancers, they go to America, right? Yeah, yeah. They try to audition and if they can get in, they get in. That's what why that? there's a few Australian dancers that are on tour. Those that don't really make it, they go dance at USS and whatnot. But what about the urban dancers? What about you guys, mm -hmm. you know? Like, you guys are not, like, any worse than them. 100%, yeah. You know what I mean? So you can probably tell that the last bit of the audio did get cut off. I'm really sorry about that, and we're definitely gonna continue to try and make our audio better. But I really hope you enjoyed the rest of the episode. I would love to hear what you guys think of this episode, so please screenshot and tag us on Instastory and let us know what was your biggest takeaway. I really want to know what kind of insights or perspectives that are really helping you in your journey, and that way I can really try and improve 
on asking the right questions that can really, really bring you value. I can't say enough, but thank you guys so much and stay tuned for the next episode.